When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Express Sports Podcast. You're listening to Game Time with me, Mihir Vasavda. Gaurav, unfortunately, today is not with us. For the year's first episode, he has decided to stay away. And uh, I guess we'll have to wait for our principal slash producer, Shashank, to make that uh, 75% attendance mandatory for this year. Nevertheless, uh, wishing you all a very happy new year. In the episode last week, Gaurav ne ek cheez kahi thi ki there is a sense of deja vu as uh, 2022 begins with the new wave and uh, the restrictions coming in. But we won't be talking about all those depressing things because we have far more pressing issues to talk about. Or at least uh, in the context of football, as they talk about football, that it is the most important of the least important things. We can say that about cricket. And to be more specific right now, the form of the middle three. Yes, sir, after India's emphatic win over South Africa in the first test match, a win by 113 runs, there are lots of positives to take away, especially the way Indians have been bowling. But at the same time, the form of the middle order batsmen, uh, Virat Kohli, Cheteshwar Pujara and Ajinkya Rahane, has been a concern, not just in this test match, but for a couple of years now. And to discuss this and uh, much more, we are joined by our in-house cricket expert, Abhishek Purohit. Abhishek Bhai, Naya Sal Mubarak aapko. Thanks, Meher. Aapko bhi Mubarak ho. Thank you, thank you. And uh, straight away, diving right in, there are lots of talking points from the first test, Abhishek. Uh, of course, Mohamed Shami being one of them and uh, Bumrah's Yorkers, well, they can perhaps be an episode in itself. But uh, today, let's start with a much more pressing issue, I guess. Uh, and, and we'll, of course, go into the details one by one. But what's your take on the performance of the middle order? I mean, it's okay to call it crisis now, right? Well, yeah, top score of 48 when you have six innings being played in a test match. That's not really encouraging. Last couple of years, these three have had. But we have become used to these guys being under so much pressure. You know, the main discussion point during the New Zealand home series was which of these two should sit out for Virat Kohli coming back for the Mumbai test. And I remember even on the tour of England in 2018, there were calls about whether Pujara should be playing or not. So it's not just this year. We have been used to the... Sword hanging over these two for the past two, three years, definitely. 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of uh, strange, right? I mean, we are of course talking about Virat Kohli, Cheteshwar Pujara and Ajinkya Rane and uh, match after match, innings after innings, kafi underperformance ho raha hai. I mean, it's it's now reaching a level jahan par like you said Abhishek I mean we're talking about something which was unthinkable a few years ago and we're talking about say dropping a pujara from a test team or rane even and kohli's form has been kind of up and down there are many things on kohli's mind if you were to start with him there are many things on his mind but this slump in form kind of predates the controversy surrounding him isn't it Yeah, definitely it does. As we wrote a couple of days back, this is now ten out of ten dismissals, either edging to the keeper or to first slip for Virat in overseas tests in recent times. And if that is not an issue, I don't know what it is. I mean, we keep hearing that the obvious comparison to the previous greatest batsman of this generation, Sachin Tendulkar, how he cut out the cover drive in Australia in two thousand three four and went on to score two forty one not out. But it's a very tricky thing to say that. Kohli should start avoiding the drive altogether. I mean, that is the shot that has made him. If you talk about any Kohli shot that comes to your mind, it is the cover drive. I mean, bowlers need to miss their lengths by a couple of inches, and he is there to brutally take advantage. So in a way, it's the shot that has made him in Test cricket. And in times of crisis, you would turn to your strengths, wouldn't you? I mean, it's. I don't think it is in Kohli's nature to completely avoid that shot like Sachin did during that particular innings. We talk about the 2018 tour as well, where He had a lot of success against James Anderson and uh, other English bowlers. But even there, I remember in the opening test at Trent Bridge, he was put down twice by David Malan in the slips. And in that, if those catches had been held on, who who knows what kind of series Virat would have had. But the point is that he was playing the cover drive even in that series. He was not like completely avoiding it. So it will be interesting to see how he. goes forward because even yesterday i think uh, the batting coach vikram rathore said that he probably doesn't need to completely avoid the shot he maybe needs to choose better balls to play and then that is something you obviously cannot disagree with he he fell in the first innings in century into a ball that was way outside of stump and it moved further away so he was he ended up chasing it even more and that's not the way you expect virat kohli to fall Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, there is a very interesting stat by Crickwiz, and they had analyzed the average line at stumps for Virat Kohli's dismissal by year. And uh, 2019, where they said the average line was the middle stump line. In 2020, it was around nine centimeters outside the off stump, and in 2021, it was 26 centimeters outside the off stump. I found that extremely Staggering for Virat Kohli to kind of go fishing out outside the off stump. It now is it normal? Is it something that he's been doing fairly and something that's not working out now, or, or what is it like? This is especially prevalent in ODI cricket. As soon as he comes in, we know that he is going to go out stretching to feel the ball. He is a batsman who likes to feel the ball onto his bat. That that's his way of kickstarting his innings, getting some feel of bat on ball. So so it's not something that has recently crept into his game, but this is the cricket. Data set that you mentioned. I think this is a point even uh, Sunil Gavaskar made on air that now he is getting out probably chasing balls on sixth or seventh stumps, and this has been a trend in his ten successive dismissals, edging the ball that he's gone chasing balls on the sixth or seventh stump line. I'm not sure what this really indicates. Is this a technical issue? Because Virat, you know, when he nails that cover drive, he's on top of the ball. His feet are to the pitch. 
the top end is beautifully guiding the ball between cover and extra cover. We haven't seen that happen that much this year. We need the centurion dismissal is a good example. There, there's too much bottom hand that comes in when he's had to reach out to balls. He could have any other test batsman would have probably left. It is quite insane, na, Bishop. I mean, when you think of it, a diagnosis is in We know what the ailment is. Its solution is mean, the batting coach, the team management. They have better stats, better videos, I'm sure, than Crickwiz or any of us. Are they working on something? Has anything ever been said openly or discreetly about what Virat has been doing to kind of get his form back together? Well, I don't know. Even forget the rest of the support stuff. I don't know. Can even a, someone of the stature of Rahul Dravid just walk up to Virat Kohli and say, Hey man, you should completely start avoiding the cover drive from him. So that's, it's... I don't think that is the way to go with great batsmen. I mean, would, did Sachin Tendulkar do what he did in Australia 2004 on somebody's advice? I mean, if he did, it's great. But I don't think great batsmen's minds work that way. It's it's a really tricky call that Virat himself has to answer eventually. Whether he completely avoids this shot and if he doesn't, which balls does he select to play it? Because we talk about ego, you know, with, it's very easy to talk about ego when it comes to great batsmen. Like, whether it is their ego that is preventing them from playing or not playing a shot. But as I said earlier as well, you have to take this fact into account that this is the shot that has made Virat Kohli. If he nails three or four cover drives early in his innings, you invariably know that is going to be his day. So it could even be a matter of nailing three or four cover drives, you know, and who knows if it could happen on this South Africa tour itself. And if he gets a couple of boundaries like that way at the start of his innings, who knows, he could be hitting another patch. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, one, more, one more thing that you mentioned about the Tendulkar comparison, right? I mean, like again, I don't know if for Kohli realistically possible hai and I to kind of just avoid the cover drive because as we see the scoring shots, the capacity of Tendulkar, I guess, had far more uh, variety in his shots than Kohli. Is that a fair assessment? I would say that his body as well as the state of the Indian middle order when he started, he basically carried the Indian batting for the first third of his career, didn't he? But as time went on with his tennis, elbow and all, he was literally forced to become a more circumspect batsman in that sense. At Virat Kohli's fitness, I don't think that has happened. He can still play the way he wants to. I think with his fitness, he can still play the way he wants to even five years later. So I don't think it's a straight comparison with Tendulkar that way. Hmm, it's interesting. It's interesting how Kohli ka ek cover drive was very solid laga tha in the second innings, but it went uh, straight to the fielder, I think, at covers. And uh, he probably went to the gap and broke out of the gap. Perhaps you know, his innings would have kind of flourished from there. It will be interesting to see how Kohli recovers from this. But I guess one player that Dravid can approach with authority is Pujara. There are so many parallels have been drawn between the two. And I was shocked the way Pujara got dismissed in the first innings. Second innings, though, I won't even get into it right now. But first innings, there was a soft dismissal tha, and it's becoming a trend sort of with him. See, Pujara, I'd like again like to go back to the 2018 tour, England, when he was left out of the first test at Trentbridge. And I remember watching him in the nets before the start of the second test at Lord's. I mean, we pick out Pujara as the example because I guess he's the best representative of that thing. But it's a very Indian thing, isn't it, right? I mean, Pujara was brought up in Rajkot, yeah, after all, where the wickets have, I don't know, they have been either dead or uh, square turners for as long as I can remember. So he has that tendency to, you know, 
just lean forward, not really get fully forward. I don't think he has done in a long time. He'll just lean forward and try to ride the bounce and tap the ball close to his body. That doesn't work overseas. We all know that. Obviously, Pujara knows it better than us. But that is what is ingrained inside you, right? That is the way you have played since forever. So it's, I guess, as soon as you come in, when you're not used to conditions, when you're not used to the bounce of the pitch, it, it's, you'll revert to nature, right? So it, I think it was just one of those things where he was half cock and the short leg fielder just happened to be in place at the right moment. But Pujara, ka exactly what do you think is the issue? Because I don't cover cricket at all. So initially my reading was that intent ka baat ho ra tha and there was kind of a pressure for the want of a better word. There was pressure building on him to score runs quickly. And perhaps he would have gotten in double minds ki should I just kind of score quickly or play my natural game or wo confusion may perhaps he would have affected his form. But that looks a very kind of naive look at the entire situation. What's your reading of it? I think his performance on the two Australia tours, especially in 18-19, I think bought him time on that front. Because before that, I think you could make a strong case for all the talk affecting his game in 2018. Because if I'm not wrong, He's got run out nine around nine times in his test career, Pujara. Okay, and I think four or five of those instances came in 2018. And the worst of those, I think, was in Centurion, where he was run out in two innings. Can you imagine Pujara being run out in both innings of a test match? And both were galling. In, in the first innings, he was run out of the first ball. Pujara going for a tight single of the first ball. Second innings, he was run out going for a third run. I mean, it's I don't know which is the worst of the two. It's unimaginable, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is so. There was clearly a suggestion that all this talk about intent was somehow making him play a game that was completely unnatural for him. I remember at Lords as well in 2018, he had got out trying a quick single when play could have been stopped at any moment. It had gone so dark. I mean, why would a person like Pujara attempt such a risky single at that time when play could have been stopped at any moment? But I think that. I'm not sure we can make that same point now after his performance in Australia. I think that talk about intent and all, is, at least for the time being, has died down a bit. It had revived a bit after the World Test Championship final. If you remember, Kohli had spoken about uh, wanting to take the game to the opposition and intent after India's loss to New Zealand. But I'm not sure that could have been interpreted as being made specifically for Pujara. If that was applicable for the entire team, because there were phases. During that match, obviously the conditions and the quality of the bowling played their part. But there were phases during that match in India when the Indian middle order did get popped. But coming to Pujara now, especially this year, I think the more serious issue was he was following the ball in England. Pujara is somebody who likes to play inside the line, hold his shape, allow the ball to leave him quietly. I mean, that's his uh, way of leaving. But here he was in England following the outswing, edging to the slips, edging to the keeper. I mean, that was a far more unsettling pace. That didn't happen in Centurion. But the ball will continue to move in South Africa. So I hope we don't see a recurrence of that in the remainder of the series. And uh, there are two thoughts in my mind. One side, I think that maybe long rope has got Pujara already and you can try someone else in that position. But then you also think that even already patience and you kind of assume that Dravid might be able to sort out his game. 
But would that be so easy for even someone like Dravid to do that with Pujar at this stage of his career? Yeah, when it comes to Pujara and Rahane. I mean, yes, they have got long rope, but look at their ages here. I mean, in the modern era, I mean, Pujara will turn 34 next month. Rahane is what, 33, 33 and a half. I mean, these are not the ages where you can say that, okay, boss, this is it for your career. There's no chance to come back. I mean, at the most, you can say that, bhai ki boss, you go back to domestic cricket, you go to Rajkot, you go to Mumbai, you build some confidence, you get some runs in the Ranji Trophy and come back stronger. Because even with Pujara's fitness, Rahane obviously is more fitter. But even with Pujara's fitness, I'm sure there's a lot more cricket left in these guys here. I don't think it is fair to say that their careers are done. Not to say that, but uh, yeah, like you said, you domestic cricket, you get some runs, get some confidence back and come back and perhaps uh, you have your second innings. But for Rane, we're long rope, but I mean, after that Australia, which was a career ka, with the test win and the series win, what do you think is going to happen with him going forward? Because there are a lot of talks going into the first test between him and Shreya Sayer. Right? And uh, how long can the team afford to ignore those calls and perhaps give Shreya Sayer a chance, which, perhaps, which many would say he deserves? How does that debate go? See, he's the test vice captain. He has been taken away from him. So that is one indication that the length of the rope is getting shortened, if anything. But again, see, yeah, I don't think what people are expecting from him because he's never been that batsman who will give you truckloads of runs in a single series. You know you know what I mean? Kohli has had those kinds of series where he's at three or 400 on a long tour. Pujara has regularly had those kinds of series at home or say in Australia, 18-19. But Rahane would always give you that one innings where he would carry the team and two or three support innings at the best. Two or three support innings at the best where somebody like a Kohli would take over but Rane's presence at the other end would be equally important. In fact, this 48 in Centurion in the first innings and the 40-odd he made in the last test of the South Africa Tour in 2018 at Wanderers. I mean, those innings don't register on the scoreboard, right? But they are equally, they are as important as an 80 or a 90 in those conditions, I'd say, or even a 100. But when it comes to Shreya Sahir, again, see, we have, obviously, he's had a great debut in Kanpur. Became the first Indian to score a 100 and a half century, but I mean, he waited for 50-55 first-class games before making his test debut. Yeah? So, he is in the mix. I mean, it's not that uska time nikla ja hai or something like that. So, he'll continue to remain in the mix. But again, it's a very tricky decision to call time on someone's career who's given you so many impact innings overseas. I mean, you can understand why the team has given him this kind of long rope, given the innings he's capable of playing. One thing I want to mention about Rahane is that Especially over the past couple of years or so, there's this boy on the burning deck all I feel about him. Yeah, you get what I mean. I mean, this itna frenetic game that it's almost like an all or nothing approach, which which is even in the format and given the kind of personality it is coming from, it just seems so jarring. I mean, but it's like he almost does not trust his defensive game any longer in these conditions and then wants to make as many as he can before the ball with his name on it comes. So I don't know. It doesn't really seem to be a technical thing that way. He'll look good for 15 minutes. He'll look good for 
20 minutes and then you'll get what happened in the second innings in centurion which similar thing happened in the world test championship final as well i mean a couple of short balls couple of field changes and it's just like some some switch has snapped within you know something has gone off i saw this with murli vijay also in 2018 england just something you can't pinpoint what exactly but something seems to have switched off within the guy you know something seems to be off again i'd like to say that he's only 33 and a half so at the most what you can do is boss tell him to go back to domestic cricket and find some rhythm okay absolutely and it's that for that reason itna frustrating to watch i don't know abhi agar jo hum india england ki fifth test agar jo aaj karate to which middle order would struggle more i guess england would lose that middle order battle hands down matlab uh, lose in the sense ki they would be worse performers the way they are going about their stuff in the ashes but uh, abhi bhai to put you in a spot do you think the team management will be tempted to make a change for the second test do you think that whole pujara rane debate uh, will kind of aur thoda sa ghee dalenge wo bahut hi bhadakti hui aag mein going strictly by what happened in centurion i mean rane looked really good during his the 60 70 odd runs that he made he even hit a six of marco jansen with a pull over fine leg man and that's I, i think that's one of the markers yeah, there's nothing better to watch with fast bowler ko pull shot yeah you can sense that he has he's getting back some of his touch and pujara at the other end i mean you can't get more unfortunate than getting strangled on the leg side and before that getting a first bowler in the first inning so purely on the basis of what happened in centurion i don't think these two will be left out for the second test that is my feel but we'll have to wait to see what happens amazing yeah yeah and just before we wrap up today's episode a word on shami he's been on crazy form in 2021 averaging 22 or something i read somewhere Is, which is almost much much better than what he was in 2020 and before that solid form na matlab i guess this is what is also acting as a proper shield for the middle order the bowling and the capabilities that our bowlers have to kind of get wickets on any kind of pitches kafi incredible yaar kafi incredible ne yeah just one more point before we get to shami i think it's a very fair point you made about the bowling kind of shielding the batting when as the- that happened with indian cricket in the past but there's also another thing it's it's also that these three long time batsmen are not getting runs at the same time that is also why it's, it's so jarring in the public eye. i mean in the previous generation of great batsmen they all had their fellow years it's impossible for you to have 10 good years in test cricket on the trot I mean, it's impossible even for a kohli or a tendulkar so I mean, even the current coach had a couple two or three quiet years around 2007 or 8 i'm not mistaken and then he had that what ravi shastri then called a career saving 100 against england in mohali so yeah coming back to shami we mentioned this in our piece also we did a couple of days ago that he's almost like this quick version of vernon philander in south africa was mohammed shami i was just seeing he averages 21 odd in india which is what he averages in south africa he just and what he just transforms into a different bowler in south africa the length that gets called as the unlucky length in england that same length becomes unplayable in south africa because of the bounce and seam movement he is there there about fourth fifth stump all through the day and you only need to miss one that like what happened with aiden markram in the first innings you just need a slight seam movement and for the batsman to miss for him to strike the stumps in he's 
accuracy mein to koi problem hai nahi keep bowling there all day so at the moment he is almost unplayable boss in these conditions good luck south africa <laughs> and especially johannesburg man kind of johannesburg is the second test right i mean that will be solid fun to watch at this moment now i mean uh, good time to bring in shashank uh, shashank wish you a very very happy new year too and uh, you wouldn't be very pleased that we've started off the year with very serious sounding cricket analysis we wanted to do us uh, episode on 83 which uh, unfortunately because of the covid cases in bombay i haven't been able to go and watch yet but uh, yeah you've been following the test match you've been following kohli uh, rani and pujara at all no man and you are right <laughs> you're right i'm not pleased that the first episode of the year is this really serious cricket talk this is what our podcast is going to be now going at this year so we're very serious podcast now bahut ho gayi bakwas abhishek basically i'm not a big cricket fan as these guys have made it clear plenty of times that's fine man there are too many cricket fans anyways <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, don't tell me you're recording this. It's an overrated sport, man. Anyway. Oh wow! I mean, this is being recorded. In fact, we'll. Oh, oh too late. But yeah, 83. I haven't seen it. Though I've been hearing like there are a lot of good reviews, but in some places I'm hearing that a little bit like the patriotism is going over to a bit of jingoism. But I'll have to wait and find out. I mean, Matrix is over, and now Omicron is rising, so I can't go to the theater anymore. and we year for entire 2022 it's been great to start the year's first day with a superb episode on cricket and uh, what better for you guys to start the year with uh, an episode of game time as well we'll be coming back uh, with a new episode every saturday as usual uh, you guys have a very very good uh, new year once again and uh, more importantly stay safe adios You were listening to Express Sports by the Indian Express. This week's show was edited and mixed by Suresh Pawar and produced by me, Shashank Bhargav. If you like the show, then do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also recommend the show to someone you think will like it. Share it with a friend or someone in your family. It's the best way for people to get to know about us. You can also tweet us at Express Podcasts and write to us at podcasts at IndianExpress dot com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.